Special Sunday's radio show. I am your host, Miss Special. Right here, live on the phone lines, got a very good friend of Special Sundays. Miss Rapsy is on the phone lines. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. The record's out. Yay. So I'm excited. Congratulations. Happy. The idea of beautiful is on iTunes right now. So, first track off the jump, right onto the album. We got motivation featuring Big Roof. Can he just like narrate my life? My goodness. His voice is just epic. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like when he starts, you just don't want him to stop. You know, I just remember writing before we really got starting and working on the album. You know, just listen to Outkast joints and, and when his interludes would come on, it, it was just like, man, I need that. <laughs> yes. He's phenomenal. So I reached out to him on Twitter and, you know, he was just like, yeah. So, you know, it was dope. Dope to have him on it. So, how did his actual words come together? He actually wrote that himself. You didn't write him for him. You just kind of explained to him, you know, this is what the album's about. This is what the track is about, and he just kind of went from there. Yeah, um, you know, I didn't want to. I didn't want to write it for him at all because, you know, that's what he does. That's his art. That's his skill. So, you know, I wanted him to, you know, just bring him. I called him and I told him what the title was and I told him what it meant to me. The record was about ultimately just finding beauty in yourself and whether it's hip-hop you know hip-hop gets a bad rap I think for a lot of people who really don't understand the culture and who only only see 10% of what they hear or see on TV and radio you know they get the cars women drugs they don't always get the storytelling or you know this and you know there's a whole beautiful side of hip-hop but also just in living life, whether we think we're supposed to be a, a certain size or a certain color, our hair is supposed to be a different way. So it's just about being yourself and dressing the way you want to, expressing yourself or making the music that you want to make and not getting caught up in trying to be what the hot thing is because, you know, that's what you want to be. So I just told him that's what it was. That was my idea, beautiful. And he put it together how he saw it in words. And then on that track, you kind of explained what you're talking about. But when you were writing that track, who were you talking to? Did you have certain people in mind when you were writing those verses or was it really universal? Yeah, um, for the most part, it was universal. There are some lines dedicated just to whoever, things I've seen lately or just throughout my life growing up in Snow Hill. And <laughs> I just know people who get caught up in different things. So it was, you know, it was just a bunch of different things that I thought a lot of people could relate to. And then moving on along down the track listing, Destiny is basically kind of like a letter to Jay-Z. What was that choice? Like, was that something that you always wanted to do or it just kind of came to you within writing this project? Yeah, it just kind of came. It was nothing I set out to do. Like, I'm gonna make this song, especially for Jay. Like, he's just a big influence on me as an artist. And Crisis gave me the beat. I just wrote what I felt like it was really unconscious you know the second verse I had already written first and that was for like a different beat and then I started on this one and I started with the verse one and just like I was like man it just kind of really transitions into it so it, it you know it just kind of happened it was an unconscious thing and it was just a true story I just wrote about my life you know, growing up at Jehovah's Witness and just how much influence Jay had on me how it felt to meet him the first time when I met him in New York and BB King's it just kind of happened. It was real unconscious, but very organic, like a real honest feeling. So You were saying with this album you wanted to bring back, of course, the idea of beautiful. And one of the beautiful parts of hip hop being storytelling. So to have that real raw story, you just can't be mad at that at all. I love it. 
thank you. And then on Celebrate is Buckshot. So that's kind of like a added bonus track almost because it kind of takes you by surprise. You're like, oh, wow. Oh, we're still going. Like, it's hella dope. <laughs> that's a freestyle. Buck was in North Carolina and the ninth were working on the solution. And he jumped in the booth and he was like, ninth, man, put on a track. I want to say something. And I didn't know what he was going to do. I thought, you know, he was recording something for their project or, you know, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Amp, you know, Amp was in there. And he's like, you know, give me a beat. And they put on the beat and he just started freestyling. Oh. When he started out, you know, my mouth dropped. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, this is the legend, the legend bookshop from Black Moon. And, you know, just to have that cosign for somebody of his, you know, status. Just to say that and do that was incredible, man. That's super dope, wow. Yeah, words from the BDI, man. When he came out the booth, I just, I remember hugging him and just saying, thank you, thank you, so. One of my favorite tracks, a collab I've been waiting for since you told me about it. Good old love with BJ the Chicago Kid, my goodness. So how was it working with him? Because he just takes songs to another level. He's not just a hook guy. He's just completely conceptual. So what was that process? Man, we didn't get to make that song together. You know, it was an email thing. But I met him while I was at South by Southwest. And, you know, I got Pineapple and I love the record. Like, he is a phenomenal, phenomenal artist. You know, I hate to box him in, but, you know, just the best way to describe, he's like our D'Angelo. Like, he's bringing R&B back. Like, it's incredible. Right, and he's a true musician. Like, he's really a musician. Like you say, it's not just about hooks. He's a real musician and an artist. And I just fell in love with all of that and his voice and his ability to write and really bring out stories and how he feels. Just to be able to do a record with him was crazy, man. I told Ninth, like, I have to, you know, it's a dream come true. So that's that's a lot of people's favorite record. It came out dope, man. I hope I get to work with him more because, you know, he's incredible. He's going to do very well. Like, I'm excited. I'm glad to see he's on Motown. So. And then... The voicemail on that track, is that your mom? <laughs> yeah, that's my mom. <laughs> nice. I love that. I called her and I, you know, I told her what I needed. Mm -hmm. And she probably left me like 30 voicemails. Just <laughs> 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 the same thing. Like, no, nah, I'm not gonna say it like this. <laughs> I just talked to her the other day because you know I sent it to her so she could hear the finished product. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, I sound so slow. I was like, you sound fine. But I mean, that's my mom. Like, she's been giving me, like, love advice forever. <laughs> Some of the earliest I can remember her telling me, you know, she'd be like, don't get married to be at the, you know, her and my dad are argument or, you know, don't have any kids. <laughs> but nah, mom is good. Like, she really gives good advice about relationships for me and my sisters. So I had to have her on it. <laughs> All the tracks have a real feeling to it, but I felt like I could relate to that one a lot. So to bring in the whole realness of your mom actually calling you, you know, I've had phone calls with my mom like that. So that's super dope. I love that. Thank you. And then you just don't stop working. Like the day you dropped the album, you dropped the video for Kind of Love. Crazy. <laughs> Goodness gracious. And you shot that in South Africa. When did it kind of click that, okay, this video we're going to shoot in South Africa? Because you went out there to tour and do shows and stuff like that, which is absolutely incredible. So when did that kind of click? We had planned to do it before then. Ninth and Fonte had gone to Johannesburg back in April. Mm -hmm. And that trip really influenced this album. Like when they got back, that's when we really, really got rolling. Because while he was down there, he was watching SABC1. 
it's like their big video network, like, you know, their MTV BET here. Um, so there was an artist that came on, her name is Nomza Mazwai, and she featured three times on the record. You also said that she basically like shaped the sound of the record, which I think is incredible because not only do you have this amazing production from Ninth and the Soul Council, but to have another voice kind of shape the whole sound of the album, I thought was really interesting. Yeah, when he saw that video, he asked the lady, like, who's that? And he told her he got a record and he brought it back. It hit me, it's like, I found it, you know, I found the sound because we were searching for it. I knew I wanted like a warm sound, something between like the Fuji's score and Lauren's miseducation. Like that was the sound or the warm feeling we were going for. And, you know, he found it in three songs off of that record. So that really shaped it and we built around that. I found out, I think, maybe in May or June that I was going to South Africa in August. So we cut the record and we was like, you know, we got to shoot a video while we're down there. So Kenneth came and, you know, we knocked it out. It's really incredible. People definitely, after they're done buying the album, go and watch the video. And then of course, I hate asking this because you've already given us so much, but we got to know what's coming up next for Rhapsody. <laughs> You know, for a little bit, we're going to really, really push this record hard and, you know, do some touring. But currently, I'm working on three EPs. Goodness gracious, <laughs> the beat order strikes again. Good, my, you just blew me away. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to do three EPs and not full-length projects because uh, one of them is a joint project with me and Eric G, who's on the Soul Council, and two are with two other artists. I know it would be a lot on my plate in between pushing this album and touring to do three big projects. I, I thought three short ones would be cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have four EPs in the plan. So one is with Eric G, one is with Oh No, two with two other artists who I'll name later. After that, when 2013 hits, we're going to start on the Cooley High record, executive produced by Nine. As well as, you know, I'll also be working on the follow-up album for me. So I mean, that's, a, that, that's just plans for the future, but the main goal is just to really push this record and do more videos and do shows and, you know, interview as much as possible. Once again, the people need to go get The Idea of Beautiful on iTunes or that autographed copy on RhapsodyOnline.com. Congratulations on the debut album. I am so happy for you. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. It means so much. I know it's super hectic, crazy, amazing, busy, but I really appreciate it. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you for helping share the story. Appreciate it. Anytime. Have a, what is it, Thursday? Have a special Thursday and stay special. Yeah, I don't even know what day it is. Uh, I think it's Thursday. <laughs> there we go. <laughs>